0: And alcoholism. They found biblical answers and now share their experience of freedom and Freedom to Choose.
1: Hello, everyone. My name is Rich Kallenberg. And my
2: name is Susan Kallenberg.
1: And we're in your radio once again. Uh, thank you for joining us today. Uh, this, for your reference, is program number 24, A New Heart, on the series The Life. And once again, you can get all of our programs on our website. Just as I am JustAsIAmMinistries.com, um, and they're all there. The previous series that we've done, probably seven or eight series are all on there. And once again, this is program number 24, A New Heart, which I'm kind of excited to talk about. To have. To have heart <laughs> transplant. Yes. Yeah, I mean... Wouldn't you just like—I mean, why Why won't God just come in and just, like, rewire us?
2: Or or, or do brain surgery on do us? Do brain surgery. Take out the old one and give us a new one? Don't
1: you kind of wish that he would do uh, that? But Sometimes. But, you know, he won't do that because it has to be your choice.
2: Well, and I think, too, is all the experiences that we learn along the way of change builds us into the personhood that we are today.
1: Sure, sure. All the little choices we're saying—
2: Good uh, and I, the am, bad. I am
1: this individual because I have chosen the good and the cho- bad the choices. Yeah. And it makes us who we are. Right. Yeah. So before we get into it, do, do you want to uh, say a word of prayer for us? Please?
2: Yes. Uh, loving father in heaven, we thank you that um, you're a God that does um, provide a way to have a new heart and a new mind and a, and a clean spirit. And so we just pray right now that you come into our, our hearts and our, and our lives and, Help us to understand more clearly about the goal that you have for uh, this life and the next life. And um, it starts with a new heart, and we're grateful that that you will give us one if we ask. And uh, we're asking right now, and we thank you in advance. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Amen. Thank you. Yeah, so Ezekiel, Ezekiel 36, 26 says, a new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you this this change the change in human hearts the transformation of human characters is a miracle that reveals that god is working to rescue souls and that's how he does it it's a trans I, do you remember that the the seed is the word of god and there's all these different kinds of soils mm-hmm. the problem is not the seed right the problem is the human heart it's always it's
2: the, condition it's the, the, condition heart, condition the condition of the condition of heart. the soil yeah
1: okay. it's always been and it always will be as mm-hmm. long as we're on this earth that god is constantly trying to prepare that soil prepare that heart to receive the truth that we can actually change if we're open to that
2: right so i guess a prayer that we can have is god help me to have a prepared heart an open heart to be Open to your lessons and open to your changes and open to yeah. the things that happen to me today that I may um, have embrace the, the change. Yes, yeah, have, I mean, have the right heart to take the change.
1: Yeah, and then we talked a little bit about it last week. When Susan got clean and sober, something happened to my heart. It changed because and it softened it. It was I wasn't receptive to any of that before, but then you get this moment of clarity. Oh man, I'm in a fork in the road here. But you know what? Something's working on her. Do I do? Do I want? Do I even? I mean, it's I. I was afraid to let and, him in.
2: And 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 so that's the thing. If we can back up just a little bit more in that Rich's testimony to say, you know, I had to be willing to follow God's. Um, Nudging in my own heart to say, even though I loved this person and I knew that he was a wonderful person, I had to walk away, and I had to walk the path with God alone, because that's the only way that it was going to work for me. It, I couldn't do it for you. No, um, I couldn't even do it for myself. I had to trust that God was doing it for me, because so many times we we try to go in and we try to save people. And um, sometimes we block the way that God, when God is, you know, uh, I remember like the first or second time I was arrested and put in jail and I was calling and saying, please bail me out. You know, sometimes God allows like people like me to be in jail so that I can have an experience to say, oh, maybe I don't want to be here or to have that time away so that I could, my choices were taken from me. To well, do drugs, getting... so so that I could have a clear mind Moment and not and not do drugs. Yeah, you know because I was incapable of making that decision on my own, and so sometimes I think we block the path of God. And I knew that I think I was being selfish that I had to say no. I couldn't see you or be around you, um, and it was probably a pretty selfish thing, you know, for my own.
1: What it was, you wanted to yeah. live. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, and, and God put it in your heart, you want to live, stay away from this bozo. It,
2: well, it wasn't, you weren't a bozo, <laughs> but I mean, you know, and so isn't it amazing, you know, sometimes I think that, because how long ago has it been?
1: 23 years. Right.
2: And so you, you get away from the events of where your life was changed so dramatically and you kind of... um Life becomes not, you know, what it is, but it's like, man, those were like incredible times where we really saw God in such a huge, tangible way um, changing us, uh-huh. you know, moment by moment. It, w- it was pretty miraculous. So all you people out there who have um, people who are struggling with addictions or um, whatever they may be, if it's not a, a an addiction to drugs, it's to money or to position or whatever, um, have hope. God, God is a God of hope, um, and He can change people's hearts. And sometimes it's start going to start with you, mm-hmm. right? It's going to start with the listener, not yeah. so much the person out there in the street or or wherever yeah. who's struggling with addiction. Sometimes it starts with with us to to change us. It's like that mobile above a baby's crib. One part changes, and then the rest of the family changes because of it. Yeah. So.
1: And watch out, 23 years later, he may be getting finally to the root of the problem, which he's doing with me, I can tell. that There was a lot of untangling that needed to happen. It's not a snap, your fingers click. And you're healed. And you're healed. Right. You start the process of healing, but it's going through a series of choices so that God won't take your individuality away. He'll take the desire not to do evil away, but we still have those...
2: Tendencies. Knee jerks
1: and tendencies. that
2: Those we, ruts that are like really cemented in our brains. Yeah.
1: And we, we begin to learn why we did those things. But that has to be on an individual basis and through all trials and making a few more bad, quite a few more bad choices in my, in in my, you know, I could tell when I had a good day early on, I only apologized to someone three or four times mm. that day. Mm-hmm. I can remember those days mm-hmm. where I was such, I had such a hair trigger. That, that You know, so that, the root of the problem was, was I was a selfish little boy, you know, still am, but God's, he's working on it.
2: And I think that's, I think that's, that's what it is in every human being is we have, um, you know, the, we have these people inside of us that only we kind of know, and then we sometimes we don't know, and but God knows our hearts. And um, sometimes they can be really broken. Yeah. And and we go about life with everything on the outside's looking good, but on the inside we're actually really, really broken. Yeah. And um, that's that's. That's, well, then
1: it becomes that 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 whole deal where, you well, if I can keep this outside looking good, right. I'm pulling it off. Right. You know, and we start searching for pats on the back and better looking vehicles it, or whatever. Well, well you
2: know, it's interesting, reminded me of, I had a, um, we had bought, it was like our first brand new car that we had bought. And it was a, a Ford F-150 and it was beautiful and it was really nice. And one day I went out to start it and it wouldn't start. And all these, I, I took it to the... Um, to the uh, ford shop they towed it there or whatever and they ran it and all these lights came on as there were issues right so on the outside i it, it was a great it looked great but on the inside what had happened what,
1: did a rat get in yes, there yes a they rat had made had a got, nest and chewed all the wires yes. yeah and so
2: it deepens so i think that's a really good analogy of to what can happen within our brains yeah yeah, so we gets, have lots of broken wires in there. Yeah,
1: a lot of connections that shouldn't be there, and a lot of ke- connections that aren't there that should be there. Right. And I think wa- some of those connections are are where we fire so much about hating ourselves, or speaking bad about ourselves, or being down on ourselves. You know, for so many years, my default was you know I'll never amount to anything. But it's my default, and mm-hmm. then when and then it just validated every time I failed. Well, that was my default anyway. I, I I don't I don't do well, and I'm not expected to. Right. You know, because because I'll never amount to it. You know, and so we, this self talk that we do just feeds the addiction, and it doesn't untangle the wires.
2: Right. It it gets a more it gets, intertwined. That
1: rat gets in there and just keeps chewing, and you yeah. got to go in there and you got to take it to the shop. Someone. That knows how but to rewire it. I can't rewire it. The mechanic. The mechanic. God's a gardener and he's a mechanic. The <laughs> he master did. mechanic. Yeah, he'll uh, go in there and he'll take that bird's nest and he'll untangle it. Nest. But we, it has to be our voluntary choice to let him do it. Right. You can't sit there with the, the truck in the driveway hoping it rewires itself. Right. And we can't sit and not pray to God and not ask him to, to clean us up. It's got to be our choice. Then by that by that by us doing that he's not taking our individuality away we allowed him to do it because we want to change we're a
2: willing participant yeah
1: we have to be a willing participant right. remember he goes to the blind man he goes what what do you want me to do He goes, I, I want to see okay i can help you with that if you really want to see i i can i can help you
2: and i think the um the people that didn't want help the pharisees they, they and the sadducees and the, the people they didn't want to admit that they had any any broken wires? Well, they, yeah.
1: See, well, their their God was going to come, and take care of the Romans, and if they and if this guy here that just showed up, who was God in human flesh, was not going to do their will, right? Then they wanted no part of him, and that's our problem. It, it, we we can fall away from God because God sometimes doesn't seem to be doing our will. Right. Well, he's not here to do. Jesus came because God's will is not being done here. Right. So when we say that, uh, you know, uh, certain things happen to certain people and it's just God's will. Really, on this planet now, we saw God's will. When he came, when Jesus came, he healed. He made well. He, He hung around the outcasts. So God's will is that we do that and we make people well as best we can and we draw them together and we unite in one thing and that is to heal people and make them well. That's God's will.
2: Right. And, and the thing is, too, is to always remember that even Jesus struggled with with his will as a human being right. in human flesh. He, you know, in the Garden of Gethsemane, he yeah. said, not my will, but thy will be done.
1: You know what the devil was telling him in the garden You're gonna die for these people. Come on, really? Look at them; they're losers. Right. You know, and that was what what amazed me about the thief on the cross. You know, because their theology of the day was, if 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 you're if you're
2: blessed by God, blessed,
1: yeah. If you're blessed by God, you're good,
2: right? And you have you're wealthy, and And you're you're wealthy, yeah, Uh,
1: yeah. Then you're then you're you're right with god if you right. had, if you were blessed you were right with god if you weren't you were cursed you were a sinner cursed of god and so when when jesus hangs on the cross and they're all pointing at him to, in their theology he was he cursed. was the loser of the day right that thief on the cross imagine that that he says i'm with this guy that looks like he just lost but mm-hmm. in reality he won the whole thing right look at you people jeering and pointing at him and calling him names and telling him to come down off the cross and here he is forgiving you right whoa what a what a contrast in spirit
2: contrast in character yeah
1: absolutely contrast in character contrast in heart everything and right. either you either you like that and embrace it right. and want to be like that or you want god to come and annihilate your enemies one of the two okay and what what did he do? Did he come and annihilate enemies? The no. only enemy he annihilated was the selfish heart in the individuals of the people that followed him, right? The prejudice that the disciples had because they had a lot of prejudice. They had a lot of prejudice against the Samaritan woman. Why are you talking to this woman? Remember and so he he eradicated that in the selfishness the,
2: of, in the in the I guess as a as an example of how a human being, can live a life of selflessness mm-hmm. right yeah Heratic. still
1: take care of himself mm-hmm. but live a life of selflessness in other words serving others
2: and not serving
1: self yeah yeah boy yeah when he went out and prayed he went out and prayed for others right you know when he healed he healed others never for his own benefit you wow know? yeah and so you you look at that and you go, okay, number one, people rejected that. They don't want, you know, even Peter said, no, no God of mine's going to hang on a cross. Right. Jesus says, no, 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 you don't, you don't understand yet. You will, but you don't understand now. That's you're talking like a devil. Right. See, that's what I came. I came to fix the human heart. That's what I came to do. So when I'm hanging on the cross, forgiving those people that nailed me up there, I really hope that does something to your heart. Right, because if it doesn't, it's going to be hard to help you.
2: And the thing is, is he had to hear, hear that story from John because he wasn't there. Yeah, exactly. So John was the only one of the disciples and the followers, and then there were like other than three the or women, four women, right? That were there yeah. to see that and, and were able to actually witness the God of the universe and how He treats His wayward children. When their desire is to destroy him.
1: Yeah, how he allows his creation to nail him on a cross to illustrate a point, to, to, to come that low, to come that low where the creatures that he created, he allowed them to abuse him, to make a point that, look, at, I am not going to retaliate. Right. I'm going to forgive you. Can How how much farther can I go to illustrate I'm not here to harm you. I'm here to make you well. Right. That's, that's who I am. And so I'll go around and I'll heal outcasts and I'll heal lepers and I'll heal everybody that comes to me and wants to be healed. But if you don't want to be healed, I'll respect you and mm-hmm. I'll stay away. Mm-hmm incredible god. Right. He's very cordial, very, you know, incredible god. But peop, some people did not like that. They did not like that picture of God and they rejected him and they nailed him on a cross. Right. Wow.
2: Amazing. So he didn't um he didn't perform a miracle when the Pharisees demanded it he produce he wouldn't produce a miracle in the wilderness to answer satan's insinuations right and he he does not show us his power to vindicate ourselves or to satisfy the lack satisfies the demand or the lack of faith or to strengthen our pride
1: right because because it's, it's signs right right i mean he doesn't do tricks we right. talked about it last program god is not at our beckoning call we're at his mhm We don't use the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit uses us. So we got to get it flipped around. See, and that's a hard thing for a human being because we like to control the situation. We like to run the whole show. I know in the big book of AA, I think it's page 59, it talks about a, the, us wanting to be the actor, to write the script, to set the stage, to control the lights. We want to control the whole show. And if and, and if people we would had ju-
2: control, if we had
1: control, the show would come off without a hitch, and everybody would love it right. in our own minds. Right. But then people don't mm-hmm. treat other people the way we want them to, or or they go off script. You know, and they go off script here and there and we get angry. Oh, you're off script. You shouldn't say that to them. And, you know, and if they would only do what I and the next thing you know, you, you, you're you're so up in, in your head frustrated because people aren't doing what we we want them to do. Right. Yeah, it's a miserable way to live. So um, <clears throat> hatred against the devil is not natural to us. We kind of like the devil's ways. Hmm. We like pride. Mm -hmm. We like being on top. We like putting people down. But you know
2: what? I think not only that, but I think that this world teaches that if you don't take care of yourself, nobody else will.
1: That's true. And so watch out for yourself
2: first, because if you don't take care of yourself, someone's going to take advantage of you. So I think that that's kind of like a...
1: It's a dichotomy, because you do have to, in a sense, take care of yourself. you got to take care of your health. you got to watch out for people you know dangers and right. whatnot but by the same token uh we can't be selfish and not step out and help others and
2: and like you said i think it, in the last program i think it goes back to the very beginning and how we um ha- we have this fear against god yeah and like he's against us as opposed to being for, for us, us. Yeah. Right.
1: if god be before you who could be against you right he's in the he's in the garden and he's going Adam. Huh. Why are you hiding?
2: Right? Where are you? Why Where? are you running from? You're me? not
1: happy with you, Adam. And so now you you think I'm not happy with you because you're not happy with you, right. You're having trouble with your conscience, just like Paul. Paul, you're having trouble with your conscience, aren't right. you? You're not happy with you. And when we're not happy with us, we do things. I mean, I always go back. I mean, I haven't used this example in a long time, but 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 it's just a classic example. I do something wrong, like I stop at a bar on the way home, a girly bar or whatever. I do something, and I I come rolling in at two in the morning. Has my wife done anything wrong? No. Can I look her in the eye?
2: No. No,
1: I'm not happy with me.
2: So what are you gonna do? So
1: when you say something, I'm gonna snap at you because whatever you said, you're accusing me of something. Automatically, I'm looking through a new lens. Right. You know what I'm saying? Fear. A fear. Lens I'm looking. Of fear. <laughs> I'm looking, and I'm trying to get the spotlight off of me. You know, you say, "Where well, where you been? Innocent question, right? It's two in the morning. Typically, I'm, I don't come rolling in at no. two, right? So you ask the question, and I mean, well, you know, I'm going to respond in a defensive. Not, a defensive, not natural way because I'm no longer happy with me, right? And that's what sin does to us. We're selfish. We do selfish things. It changes us,
2: and it and it changes our hearts. and
1: our view on other people. And we, and so now we think that God is our enemy because we're not happy with us, right? See.
2: And 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 I think that thing is is so many times that we think that when um, that God is the one that needs to be changed. If we could just do whatever, then He I could change
1: His mind about me. Exactly, that's legalism,
2: right? And the thing is, is that sin isn't about it. It Doesn't change God. Doesn't change God's love towards us. It changes. Changes happens in us in our brains.
1: and it makes us incapable of embracing god's
2: love. right and that's that's why we need the new heart is because our hearts have been corrupted yeah by sin
1: so that's where the grace of god comes in grace is not some fog that, that, that drifts, that drifts in. around and, and oh the grace of god you have to have a person that is gracious right in order to have grace right i mean how gracious is it to say i forgive you When someone just nailed you on the cross. Right. Whoa. Right. How gracious is it it, it, when it's against the law to touch a leper, to go and hug that leper and and heal heal him? How gracious is that? How gracious is it for him to take you and me who have done so many things wrong to so many people and say, look it, look it, let's, let's, let's learn from our past. Let's move on. And I will treat you. As if you'd never done it right. before, and and remember, he told the, the the woman was thrown down in adultery. You know, there's no one here to accuse you. Mm-hmm. Neither do I condemn right. you. Just go be a better girl. Well, you and, know,
2: and look at what he did for David, King David. Yeah, when when da- when you know King David had become so, for lack of a better term, so perverse, and in, in everything that God had given him, and he had totally just snapped and gone a total different way than than a godly way but yet after he recognized his sin
1: well you're so interesting because when we're in self-protection mode right and when david was in self-protection mode murdering uriah made sense seemed like a good idea seemed like a good idea we were going to talk about delusion later on in the program we we'll talk about it now is that, is that when we're in self-protection mode? things that do not make sense make sense to us because we're trying to protect self. Murdering Uriah sounded like a good idea.
2: Right, at the time. Not only
1: that, but rolling that thing up, putting a seal on it, and handing his death warrant to Uriah so that Uriah could go deliver his own death warrant to Joab and knowing Uriah was a good enough man that he was not going to open that thing up and read it. And he hands his own death warrant to him and sends it and then Joab, of course, following the orders, Uriah gets killed uh, at, David's the, command. at David's command. Right. And it seemed like it was if he could just make that go away. Just make that go away. And so It's amazing now,
2: what God can do with yeah. human hearts.
1: And so then did God you know what God does? He tells David, Write about it. Right. Put it and I'll put it in holy scripture. And David wrote in holy scripture, Psalm fifty-one, after He had sinned with Bathsheba and after he had murdered Uriah. It is in Holy Scripture written by a holy man of old, as Peter calls him.
2: Create in me a clean heart. Create in me a clean heart and renew a right
1: spirit within me. Wash me and I shall be clean. Man, amazing purge that selfishness from me right well we're gonna have to wrap it up again folks but thanks for being with us remember folks there's only two ways to live your life one is like nothing is a miracle the other is like everything is a miracle and you have the freedom to choose
0: Do I love my neighbor? Do- Thank you for listening to freedom to choose there is truly hope for people whose lives seem to be overrun with problems unhealthy relationships or even imprisoned by some form of addiction rich and susan kallenberg are living testimonials that biblical principles do work they've authored resources available to move those you love toward freedom if you'd like to order the addiction recovery workbook seven steps to freedom or the book could it be this simple the way out of your prison? Please call Rich and Susan at 916-645-1297 or go to justasiamministries.com. As a nonprofit, they are supported by people like you. 916-645-1297 or justasiamministries.com. Thank you for listening. And remember, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you.